What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Well, my friends, today I'm joined by a badass mom, a philanthropist, a businesswoman, and a former Real Housewife of Potomac. Everyone, please welcome Miss Monique Samuels. Hi, Monique. Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Thank you for coming. I appreciate you taking the time. First of all, how are you? I'm great. (laughs) I've been up since 5 a.m. I had a weekend sale for Me Leave Essentials. And when I tell you the orders came flooding in yesterday after I went live on Instagram, I mean, yeah, I'm like 200 orders in and I've been packing them myself. So yeah, it's been oh, a long wow, time. Oh, wow. You're packing them yourself. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I do. It's, it's, it definitely, it just makes me feel good to know that first of all, people support what I'm doing. But then second, I know that once they receive these products, it's going to truly impact their lives. They're going to be addicted to essential oils. They're going to experience the, the, the benefits. So I'm just exci- excited to share that with people because I love it so much right yes and and how are the kids and Chris how are they all doing everybody's good everybody's good look I I put the kids to work too most times (laughs) I try and then they'll tell me they'll help and then they you know they they, they're unfounded (laughs) (laughs) I can't even get a hold of them but no everybody's doing really well um it's been nice just you know being home and not having to rip and run all over the place and (laughs) yeah a lot of peace here right now yes love it um I know this is kind of old news but I just wanted to say I'm so sorry for the loss of T'Challa um just because I have you here um losing a pet is just absolutely terrible and I just I I felt for you when I saw that on Instagram thank you so much it's crazy because it's like it's still so fresh Mm -hmm. um you know, it's been what, two months, July, August. Yeah, it's been two months already. And it's still a struggle. Like my kids still have breakdowns and Chase, um, the, I guess because he doesn't fully understand everything that's going on. He just says, I want to get another T'Challa. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, there'll never be another T'Challa, but I think that's his way of saying that he wants another bird. Um, mm-hmm. But I am in no way, shape, or form ready for that right now. Uh, emotionally, I just can't handle it. And I'm supposed to be strong for my kids. And I'm just like, oh, man, that, that was a weak point for me. It, and it still is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that. And I was just like, oh, my God, heartbreaking. I just yes. couldn't. Uh, um, so obviously, I, uh, you know, we'll get to Potomac later. But I want to talk about what you've been up to since Potomac, just because I know you've got so many different projects you're working on. Um, so let's talk about tea with Monique for a second. Cause I want to know like when that started, what it's about, what made you start it all that basically. Yeah. So tea with Monique is my YouTube channel. I actually started that my first year as a housewife. Um, I would post Q and a videos. People would ask me questions on Instagram and then I would create a video answering, um, you know, most of those questions. So once I really started getting busy with my other businesses and then filming and not realizing how much time filming actually takes. It's like year round. Um, I just didn't have the time for it. So once the reunion happened, um, it was like, okay, um, I quit. I have time now. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, you know what I'm going to do? Like I'm going to bring the Q and a back. And, and it started off as a lot of people asking questions and wanting to know about housewives and my decision to leave. And that turned into a platform where now we're talking about all kind of just lifestyle stuff, things that will benefit us, our lives on a daily basis, 
um, having those deep conversations, learning something new, and then having people to participate with the panel who, um, you know, we're not actually interviewing them. We're just having a discussion and that allows people to see the other side of the talent, you know? So, um, so we've been doing that and it's been so good. Uh, I go live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time and it's really fun. And every week I, I hear like my, the people that view the show, the channel's growing and they're just like, wow, I learned something new every time I log on here. And it's such positivity when they come to the channel. So it's nice. Yeah, I, I keep seeing a post on, I was like, oh my God, this is so cool that she's still doing this. And um, I think you, did you have Ashley on recently? Mm -hmm. Yes, Ashley came on. Um, we did a topic on Zodiac dating. And it's oh. funny because Ashley and I both are married to Leo men. So uh, we've always had that similarity and that connection. And she's always been very much into astrology and, and people have even seen that on the show. She's like open to getting readings and things like that. And I've always been a person where I'm like, no, ain't nobody reading me. <laughs> you know, I don't really know how to feel about it. But it was nice because it allowed that that particular discussion when we did the panel, it allowed people to see the other side of uh, people who believe in that um, sort of life versus like church stuff, you know, and it's really very similar. It's not as uh, different than than, you know, we, we think it's a lot more different than what it really is, but it really you know, um, we all get gifts from God and people choose their ways to express those gifts. And it's a beautiful thing when you can come to a level of understanding one another and it helps you move forward. So it was really cool. I knew she would be the perfect person to have on for that topic. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, okay. So then can we talk about your essential oil line? Because I mean, I'm obsessed with essential oils and I was like so excited that you came out with a line. So yes. Oh my God, I'm sitting here diffusing right now. I have um, some of my new oils that aren't released. So um, Spearmint, Ooh. Hyssop, Linden Blossom, and Eucalyptus Radiata. So I'm actually diffusing this mix. Um, so whenever I have new oils coming out, I actually create the recipes myself. So I'm testing it out so that once I put it on to my website, people can try it and I can give you exactly how many drops and all of that stuff. So um, yeah, I started Mila Eve Essentials because of the following that I have. And people were literally like, we want your oils. And I'm like, well, I don't have like my own. And they're like, well, when you do, let us know and we'll buy from you. And boy, did they not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it was a journey that I decided to go on during quarantine and to be able to start a business and for it to literally be so successful in the midst of a pandemic is just nothing but God. Um, I've not had a day without a sale since December 15th, 2020. Um, it's just been That's insane. Great. Yeah. So I really love it. The oils are 100% pure therapeutic. Um, they're chemical free, gluten free, um, cruelty free. They, they are top quality. And then I offer them at a price that's affordable so that people can actually benefit from them. And, and then I also have an educational aspect on the website. So people aren't buying oils and they're just sitting on their shelves. So I'm giving you different recipes and different ideas for ways to use the oils that you buy. And, um, and then also just wanting people to actually understand the properties and, you know, make it a part of their lifestyle. I use oils every single day. Right. And I don't think people realize like how many different things you can do with essential oils. Like you can put it behind your ears for stress. You can, I mean, there's lots of different things you can do with it. And I think it's awesome that you came out with like a whole line just dedicated to oils that you formulate. I think that's great. 
Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Um, so <laughs> can people go to like your website and purchase those or and is there like starter packs? Is there like, how, how do they purchase basically? Yeah. So um, they can go to shopmilaeve.com or milaeveessentials.com. It's the same website. And I have, um, I have diffusers. I have essential oils. I have bath salts, carrier oils, massage oils, everything Ooh. essential oil related. Um, I'm coming out with a skincare line that's infused with oils. And it's really, I've been actually using it personally, um, testing and sampling for months and my skin has never been this good. Um, so I have one product that I went on and released early. It's called Flawless Glow Toner. And it is now my bestseller. I mean, people can't get Ooh. enough of it. It's amazing. It has 10 different essential oils, fermented rice water. It's made fresh. I actually came up with the recipe myself. <laughs> I make the batches myself and it is amazing how people are seeing results from that product so quickly. And they're like, oh my God, my skin is glowing. And you know, it's been really good. So I just love that people are actually taking this journey with me. But yeah, you can purchase um, online, join our mailing list. We always have sales and giveaways. So um, I don't like to bug people in their emails. So I only email when it's actually something happening. <laughs> when there's yeah. a sale or something. <laughs> yeah, there's a sale. I'll give you a heads up. This way, if you have stuff in your cart, you can wait a few days before you hit send and possibly get free shipping or 20% off or, you know, so it's really cool. I like that people are actually enjoying their products and then they're able to get more bang for their buck. <laughs> yes. Um, so are you still doing um, Not For Lazy Moms? Because I know you're a fellow podcaster like me. Yes, yes. I honestly, I've been so busy with Mila Eve and then with the YouTube channel um, and then working on my next rollout for my essential oil company. I have not even sat down to really think about what topics I'm going to cover for season four. So we did season three. Um, it's, it's been growing. It's been really good. And I'm excited about doing another season of podcasts. And I just can't promise you to start date, but I still do not for lazy moms, the actual company, we're actually doing pop-up events. We had one in June, um, in person, we have our next pop-up event happening September 23rd in Fairfax, Virginia at a place called Nails Lounge. So it's going to be a pop-up pamper and sip champagne uh, situation. And we're going to be actually talking about essential oils. So it is a Not For Lazy Moms event. Um, our next event that we're actually working on right now is going to be women who shoot. So we're actually going to have an event at a gun range and teach uh, women self-defense, teach them how to properly shoot a gun, how to properly take care of it learning all of the safety uh, when it comes to uh, gun training. And um, every, every month I'm trying to have some type of event where we can actually be outside our home and get together and just bond, you know? So Not For Lazy Moms is in full effect. So yeah, we're still here. Sweet. I wish I could come to some of those events, but they're far from me. So uh, <laughs> well, um, eventually, hopefully eventually we'll be able to, um, you know. Yeah, can you come to California? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Um, okay. And then you also wrote a book on potty yeah. training, right? Yes. Yes. What made I, you want to do that? Oh my gosh. So when <laughs> I was on the show, people were so amazed at how fast my children potty trained. 
And I didn't realize that it was something that could be so fascinating. It's just what I do. (laughs) I've done it with all three of my children. I'm like, who wants to pay for diapers forever? And then who wants a two-year-old walking around talking about, can you change my poopy diaper? Like you can actually say the sentence, you should know better. (laughs) So yeah, so I started training my kids when they were six months and it was an introduction. So it was, it was basically like, here's the potty. I'm going to time when you're about to go. And once I get it down pack and you start going on the potty, the child actually recognizes that, whoa, I don't have to sit in that. I can actually like sit on this and relieve myself and be clean. Um, So it's playing off the child's natural tendency to want to be clean. And children are like sponges. They're learning so much, even as babies. And I think sometimes people don't realize how smart babies really are. And all three of my children, they all caught on. They were able to um, never have the fear of the potty. So by the time they were one year old, they were fully potty trained. Um, so it's, it's, it's amazing. The sooner you start, the better. And I always tell people, if you allow a child to pee and poop themselves for two years, and then all of a sudden, because you now think that they're too big to do that, you're like, hey, what are you doing? Don't do that. Where would you get an idea like that? How confusing is that? Like you have allowed this child to develop this habit and now you're chastising them for doing what you taught them was okay. (laughs) So better to start sooner than later and trust they will pick up on it. And it's not about perfection. It's about the introduction. My children have never been afraid of using the toilet. They've always known what it's for. And it's like second nature for them. Cool. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it's for some parents, it's like, obviously so hard, but then, you know, we watch you on the show and I feel like we just were fascinated by it because you made it look so easy. And I don't know, it's just, it's not easy. (laughs) It's hard once they're two and three, once they get to that age, because now those habits have been so ingrained into them, it's hard to break those habits. And, And I mean, even as adults, how many times do we develop habits? And then when we try to break them, it takes a long time. So dealing with a stubborn child (laughs) and you're trying to break a habit, I'd rather try to work on it sooner than later. So that's the whole key to it. But I also do provide tips for walkers in the book as well. So I do give you different tips and tricks to try if your child is already two, three and four years old and they need some help. So we we cover everything in the book. So yeah, it was really cool just to share just a little tidbit of what we do here. <laughs> so did all of your kids start walking like at the same age or were they all kind of different? They, you know what? They all kind of did start walking around the same age. Yeah, Milani was the fastest. She was like almost 10 months. Christopher was 11 months. Chase was, um, he was a little later than all of them because he was actually having some hip issues. So um, we had to take him to the chiropractor. I kept wondering why he would only walk like a few steps and then he would sit down. I'm like, he looks like he's in pain. And I took him to the chiropractor and sure enough, the chiropractor said, "Um, his left hip is so jammed inside of the socket. No wonder that he's having a hard time walking. And um, he, we started taking him to the chiropractor twice a week. And I mean, literally after his first adjustment, he looked so happy. He had relief. He was literally walking like, nothing was wrong. So, um, just paying attention to kids and just, you know, I knew something was up and I said, you know what, let me take them to get an adjustment. And it worked. <laughs> How terrible would that have been? If you're like, you're fine, just keep walking. And oh the- my God. <laughs> he wasn't even having it. He was like, and I, I just, it was just really 
odd. I'm like, why is he taking a few steps? And then he's quickly sitting down. I'm like, he must be in pain. So yeah. <laughs> that, that's just awesome. So, um, so where can you, where can we buy the book basically? Potty Training Mommy and Daddy is available on my Not For Lazy Moms website. Um, so we have a store, shop.notforlazymoms.com, or you can just go to notforlazymoms.com and you'll be able to find it there. Also, um, it's available for sale on Amazon. So yeah, Amazon, um, and it's, they have the Kindle version as well. You can get it in Barnes and Nobles on the website. It's available in a lot of different places. Yeah. So just search Sweet. the title or search my name and, and you'll see it come up. Great. Um, okay. So I know you're probably over talking about it, but I just want to say, because it was a big part of your life, um, uh, <laughs> you know, I did want to talk to you about Potomac. Um, so, so who are you still talking to? I know uh, Ashley you're friends with, but who are you still talking to from the show since you left? I can't remember what month it was that you left, but since you left. Literally, I'll never forget. It was right, right after reunion. I quit. 10.31 PM, (laughs) December 27th. (laughs) Um, but yes, I still talk to Ashley and I still talk to Karen. I actually just talked to Karen a couple of days ago. Um, so yeah, uh, those are my girls and they've been holding it down and, um, you know, they, their friendship has been very genuine on and off camera. And I appreciate that. And it still continues. I know. Cause you have to wonder, cause I mean, I know you guys all just, not just Potomac, but all, all the franchises, you got to wonder how many are truly like hanging out after filming or, you know, after the cameras go down, because a lot yeah. of these people that I follow, I see them, you know, filming or not really posting anything. And then when the cameras go down, you see them with like a bunch of other people and you're like, are they friends with any of these girls or do they just, are they sick of them or what, you know, what does it? It's a tough job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and in some cases, those relationships are simply employment relationships. Like it's yeah. like an employee relationship. You're working together. So you have to deal with each other. And then the ones who you really don't like to deal with once you're off the clock, so to speak, you just don't want to be around them. So I, I know yeah. I've definitely had that experience. <laughs> so Oh, we know. Nice. Oh yeah. It's nice <laughs> when you can maintain genuine friendships. Um, it's, it's rare that it happens honestly in that world um, because there's so much tension, there's so much stress and it's expected. So uh, sometimes you just want to kind of get away from everybody once the cameras go down. So I totally understand that. Right. Um, so what was like your high and low? Um, well, let's start with like the last season that you were on and then just the show as a whole. So like yes. your high and your low. Sorry, it's my dog. <laughs> yes. So I guess my highs are always just being able to share my family with everyone. Um, I love being able to look back at those scenes um, just with my kids and my husband. So those are always my highs from any season. Um, from season five, my high point um actually is kind of intertangled with my low point so obviously my lowest point was the fight incident and um but the journey that I was able to go on as I had to deal with myself after the fight was a high for me and it's actually put me in a place even now where people always say oh Monique's so unbothered yeah I had to go through a process to get to that point And, um, and I grew so much as a person and I had to really take a look at myself and say, you know what, no matter what situation you're in or what circumstance you are in, um, no one should be able to push you to a point where you lose your control. 
So I had to go on almost like a journey of just self-discovery and understanding what pushes me, you know, what buttons push me and why. And I had to look into childhood situations and just into even current situations as an adult, as a mom, as a wife. And it allowed me to kind of know myself on a different level to the point where I'm so much at peace <laughs> that completely unbothered. <laughs> so I, I, that's a great answer because your high and low was kind of, tank, you know, like you said, it was in, it was together. Yeah. Um, this is just fun funness but the the reunion binder is like one of the most talked about things I think for Potomac at least for last season so do, yeah. do you still have that reunion binder I do I do I actually did a whole series called binder time stories um based off of the binder <laughs> oh shit I where can yeah. I where can I listen yeah. to that it's on my YouTube channel it's a video it's like a full-out production it was nice closure for me and it was petty it was hilarious. It was serious. It was like everything all jumbled into one. And I had a lot of fun with it. And it's three parts. And I mean, it gives you that Game of Thrones factor. And then it's like, it kind of draws you in because I'm not telling you who each different bit of tea is about. You have to figure it out. I won't confirm. I won't deny. I'm just going to put it out there and let you figure out what's true and what's false, you know? So it was a fun project and um, yeah, it's it's done really well. <laughs> it actually did really well. It was so funny because people, some people were like all the way into it. And they were like, oh my God, I love binder time stories. Then other people were like, oh my God, let it go. Why are you still talking about this binder? Oh, you're oppressed. You're, you're just wasting your husband's money. First of all, binder time stories pay for itself. And it, it actually, brought in a net profit of over $10,000. <laughs> I'm like, hey. He's cashing away to the bank, man. Listen here, listen here. You got to turn your pain into profit. <laughs> so that's what I did. And it was fun in the process. And um, it actually gave exposure to Mila Eve Essentials because people who did watch it were able to see the promo that I tied with it. And um, I did a, a behind the scenes interview with DJ Richie Sky who is an awesome YouTuber. Um, it was really fun. And I actually, you're actually the first person I'm telling this to. So people kept asking if they could get the same replica binder that I used because they liked the gold foil. And I was like, you know what? I'll go on a little hunt and see what I can find out because they were sold out on Amazon after the binder showed up at reunion. If you went on Amazon, it was sold out. So I finally just received a shipment of 500 binders that are replicas of my binder. So I'm gonna put them on sale. I'll probably sell them in my Not For Lazy Mom store. And, um, and you know, if people wanna buy a two pack, go ahead. <laughs> I love that. That is so funny. Um, what? So, okay, for those of us who haven't seen the binder time, uh, you know, on your YouTube, can, can you give us like, what was one thing that you, didn't share or something or like was shared, but it was cut out during filming and you don't have to name names or anything, but what was something that you were like dying to share that you didn't get to? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I shared what was most important from the binder, but mm -hmm. there was um, a moment where I, during the reunion, I talked about um, the fact that I almost lost Chase. I was pregnant with him. And, um, and I literally almost lost my baby. And um, that was 
a part of why of the person who started these nasty rumors about me and my trainer, that's where that kind of started from, but they didn't realize what was happening behind the scenes. I stopped working out with my trainer and at that gym because my doctor put me on bed rest for about eight weeks, nine weeks. Um, and then even after that did not allow me to return to doing any heavy lifting of that nature. So um, once I was not at the gym anymore, it was like, you know, people just being messy and just starting stuff that was just like unnecessary, just, um, and didn't realize what pain was actually going on behind the scenes. So I almost lost my son at eight weeks pregnant. Um, and I had to immediately go on bed rest and I wasn't able to do anything. So a part of what was in the binder, I had a tap for myself and I had all of my medical history right there. I was like, here, you can see it. You know, you can see where every two weeks I had to get an ultrasound to see if I was healing to the point where I could go back to heavy lifting. I couldn't even pick up my kids. My doctor pretty much told me, I want you to be horizontal. You know, you need to lay down and you not need to, you know, you don't need to move around and do much. So that was something that I definitely wanted to share. Um, I did share it, but obviously they didn't show it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, people kept asking what was behind my tab. And I, I just basically said, you know what, when I come to this reunion, I'm not going to do what they're doing. They're literally just making up stuff and, and saying things just to say it. Um, so I said, I'm coming with truth. And anything that I say, I have something in this binder that's going to back it up. So that's, I was all about my receipts that day. Mm -hmm. And since you kind of mentioned that uh, part about how they were making up stuff, I've, I've noticed that there is, I mean, I know Potomac is very popular. It's gotten more popular over the, over the years. Um, but a lot of controversy has been out there in like blogs and articles and stuff about, um, like contrived storylines and how, and I don't, I don't know if this is just Potomac or if it's other franchises as well, but something I've noticed is that they'll, they'll suddenly, and I feel like they're doing it this season too. Um, they'll suddenly just kind of come up with something and I'm like, where did that even come from? I haven't even seen it online. And, um, and I, I follow so many different blogs. So I, I, I keep up with a lot of the stuff, but like, what is your opinion on, or it, do you think there's any truth to any of these things that come out or are they kind of just contrived storylines for the show? Does that make sense? I think there's a combination, um, you know, especially if a season isn't really like going that great, then it's like, okay, what, what kind of mess can we kick up so that we can have something to talk about, you know? So mm -hmm. um, it's weird because with Potomac, there always seemed to be some type of scandal <laughs> that happened. Yeah during filming you know um so you have the situation with um karen and ray with the taxes and then you have the situation with michael darby and and ashley darby and you know two years in a row so those incidents i don't think that they were contrived i just think that it was people looking at this is an opportunity to like pounce on this and blow it up so that we can have something juicy to talk about, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but in other instances, there are some lies that are just completely made up. There's no grounds to what they're saying. And it's like, you know, it, it's just a nasty business <laughs> because yeah. it's like people, they're so consumed in the story and the show that they forget that, hey, these are actual people. These are human beings with actual lives, with actual marriages and actual children. <laughs> and that all goes right on out the window, you know? So it turns into entertainment over common sense and um, just being a human, you know? 
Right. No, and because I, like everything that happened with you and the, you know, the rumors and everything, I just felt like it was like insensitive because like you just explained, um, you know, there was more to it. You had, you had, you were on bed rest. I mean, there was like medical conditions that were going, but then there was this whole storyline planned around you and a right. trainer. And it was just like, okay, where is this even coming from? <laughs> I have no right. idea. And then at the point where you actually find out that there was almost this meeting happening yes. <laughs> off camera where you're literally trying to come up with a way to get this story and put it on camera. Um, this whole quote unquote plot that was exposed. Um, it, it just makes it like, what? Like this is called reality TV. We should be mm -hmm. doing what is actual reality, not creating and making up stuff to hurt and harm or tear down a person or their family or their marriage. You know, if you don't have concrete proof, then you need to shut up, you know? So that's why even with my binder, I said, I'm gonna have concrete proof and I'm coming with phone numbers and pictures and everything else. <laughs> if you don't have a binder, you best shut up. <laughs> right, literally. <laughs> um, so I know, I know you're not Ashley, but I just wanna ask you because the show is a lot of the times revolved around her and Michael. Yeah. Um, what like, a lot of the stuff that comes out from Michael and stuff is just, it's out there already. Um, and I feel like Ashley does such a great job on camera of, of like protecting her family and the way that she, you know, she just, she does a great job of holding herself well over camera. Um, has she ever had like a sincere moment with you where she's just kind of broken down and said like, you know, I don't know how much longer I could stay on this show because I just feel like I'm always in the limelight of you know every little thing that michael does do you, does that make sense yeah like, have yeah, you ever no. had that conversation with her ashley is very strong <laughs> she yeah did. i know and she knows exactly what she signed up for whether that relates to the show or her marriage or being a mom or anything and she knows how to put things into their proper perspective and she is completely unfazed and unbothered by what anybody has to say or think about her, her marriage, her children, <laughs> or anything else, you know? So I, I give her a lot of kudos and credit because she knows how to remain um, at peace no matter what's going on. Like she's, she's mastered that, um, which is necessary. You have to have tough skin in that industry. Um, do people ever feel like they want to quit? Every year I used to say I was quitting <laughs> until I finally did. <laughs> But yeah, you get to points where you're like, this is getting out of hand or this is too much. Um, and then you kind of calm yourself and say, you know what? All right, let me weigh the good with the bad and let's see if I want to give this another shot. So as long as you're able to continue to be who you are and not allow other people to shake the core of you, then keep going. Um, as long as people aren't doing things so malicious that it's going to destroy you or your family or affect your children, keep going. It's totally up to you. For me, my, my point and my boundary was my kids, my marriage, and my family. If you cross that line and the way it was crossed, it was very manipulative. It was very um, planned. Um, and it was very intentional on trying to destroy my family. Who does that? Who, who wants to work in an environment where that's the intent? You know, and then the things that were happening behind the scenes, it was just like, you know what? I don't belong here anymore. I'm not going to fight the cast and the production and the network. Like who wants to do that? 
So I can fight the women all day long, but if I'm fighting the very people that are telling my story and then putting it on TV, that's not going to end well for me. So deuces. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know. I mean, feeling like no one's in your corner is like not a good thing. I mean, when you feel like it's all against one, I, so I, I guess that's, was that what like led to your exit kind of, because or just walk me through the night that you were watching, because you watched the reunion with all of us, right? In December, was that? Yeah, I watched it the day before it aired. And okay. the third part, when I, this is what made me say, you know what, I'm done. Um, there was a lot of other things that were already mounting. But when I watched that third part, and they tried to spin a story where my husband and I, we went live on Instagram, And um, my husband was very upset because of them plotting on our child. Like literally it was put out there. Candace actually is the one who snitched on everybody and put the whole thing out there. And she called it a plot, (laughs) you know? So she went live on Instagram for two hours or so. Um, When my husband and I went live, we went live to respond to what she said. And at the point where, where I'm watching the reunion, third part, And they show me and my husband's response, but they don't show what we were responding to. I was like, hold on, this is very one-sided. So you try to paint this picture as if I'm some aggressive person who can't be controlled. Then you try to also paint that same narrative on my husband. He was pissed because you're literally plotting on an innocent baby. And you're literally gonna spin this like he's just lashing out on some women on a normal Sunday. (laughs) You know, I was like, this is out of hand. This is out of hand. I get that you're going to do things that will tell the story that you want to work, but there's certain lines that you just don't cross. You don't mess with children. They're innocent. Number one. Number two, you're not going to paint this picture of my husband who has been in the NFL. He's played for 10 years in the NFL as a professional. He's never had any instances of aggression outside of the field (laughs) you know he does his job and that's it he's a great person and for you to try to tear down this black man on national tv oh not today (laughs) so i was so pissed watching that episode and then i felt like wow i see how you are all protecting individuals who are really the ones that are the villains so i'm not here for that whole flip-flop so that's what really pushed me to the edge and a lot of people think that I quit because of the fight. And I'm like, no, if, if they hadn't have done the other things that happened afterwards when it pertained to my family um, and then some of the things behind the scenes dealing with the network, how they were literally trying to quiet me the whole time we were doing press and so many other things. Um, I would have came back, but those things were where I was like, okay, they have crossed the line. So the fight had nothing to do with my departure. My departure was solely based on the fact that Um, I felt like I was being treated less than human when they put me at a different hotel, didn't even tell me where the reunion was being filmed. (laughs) I mean, that, how how do you go to work and not know where work is? (laughs) I mean, on a major day like that, you know? So thank God, God was in my corner. And um, I found out the night before and was able to make my different hotel arrangements and changes on my own. But, um, but, you know, it was just, it was just too much. It was like, I'm dealing with all of this stress for what y'all ain't even paying worth the darn. So no, this ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I should have asked this earlier. I kind of had a random question. So 
last season that you were on um because I know like the group trips are considered like correct me if I'm wrong those are considered like a big filming event that like the ladies usually need to attend yes um what was like the um because I know you didn't go to was it in Portugal I think yeah Portugal so I know you didn't go um what what was like the deciding factor was it solely you was it bravo was it a combination of both like how did oh, how did no that was solely me okay <laughs> I told them I said listen I don't feel comfortable going on no cash trip with those women so mm. I could be ganged up on um I also said that uh if a person can wave a knife at someone if a person can jump up off of a reunion couch with a gown on screaming, dropping all kinds of F-bombs and trying to pursue a fight with someone, which I witnessed. And then if a person can take a glass that's broken and keep trying to wave it and hit you with it, I said, what's she gonna do next? Hit me over the head with a bottle? <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I will not be going on this trip. And I said, just I, if I have to be penalized for it, just let me know, I will quit now. I said, but I will not be at any other cast events. I'm not going to be at any, any space where I don't feel comfortable or if I'm not wanted. So I literally, there was meetings held about that decision and they approved it and they were like, okay, we'll just follow you outside of the group and you, whatever group events you want to come to or participate in, then we'll, you know, we'll work it out. Okay. So they didn't like push you or anything to like go to certain events or whatever. No, not at all. Okay, well that's good, because yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't have went. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they're like putting I you in such a not showed up. Like they ain't gonna make me do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bye. Yeah. Um. So, um, do you see a future in Bravo? Like, would you return for like an All Star season? What, what would you? Because you know they're doing those All Stars All Stars series on Peacock now. Yeah. No, I was asked to do the All Stars um series that they're working on, and I said no. So oh, no, you said no. no. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm not at all interested. Um, so as I explained to Andy, um, it's not just a Potomac cast thing. It's a network and it's a production thing. And um, they will never have the opportunity to come after my family ever again. So I felt like that was a decision that they all came together and allowed to happen. So they can mm -hmm. do that. <laughs> I love so, it. You were just dropping the shade today. <laughs> Look, I'm just being real. You know, I have yeah. integrity, I have boundaries, and I know they're not used to that type of behavior, but welcome to the Samuels world. This is how we operate. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, you're, you know, at the end of the day, all you're protecting is your family. And I think that's great that you stick to that and, you know, yes. not engage basically. Yes. At the end of the day, if my child grows up and says, mommy, after all that happened, why would you go back to that? Oh my goodness. Like my <laughs> children would read me fulfilled. How can I sit here and teach them and require integrity of them? And then I not do the same. So my hands are tied when it comes to that. I have to do what's right for my children. They're always going to be what inspires what I do. You know, so that was huge. I mean, if they wouldn't have came after my family in the way that they did and after my innocent child, oh, come on. I'm like, that's just, you just cross too many lines. Right. So, yeah. Um, and um, are you a Housewives fan, like outside of Potomac? Like, do you watch any of the other franchises? Honestly, I was. Um, mm -hmm. I would keep up with just about all of them. Um, but 
I'm gonna just be real. I've not watched Bravo since December 27th, 2020, which was part three of the reunion. I've literally not even turned the channel on. Um, the only reason I even know some of what's going on is because people keep tagging me on Instagram. <laughs> and, um, they're, and based on their comment, like people are tagging me, like Wendy needs to apologize to you. And I'm like, what the hell she needs to apologize to me for? What am I? <laughs> Why am I, why are y'all talking about me? Why are y'all tagging me in this? I'm not a part of that anymore. You know, so it's just funny. Um, but I appreciate the support of all of the people out there who have supported me, supported my family, who uh, tell me every day that they miss me, ask me to come back. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I know we just miss seeing you on our screens. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love that, um, that people have that level of respect or admiration or whatever you want to call it for me and my family. So it makes me feel good. And it makes me feel like I did what was right while I had the opportunity to do it. So. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, one last thing that I have to ask you is anything that you'd like to spread out there to your supporters who love you? Anything you want to share with us? Oh, well, listen, I'm just going to be sharing Mila Essentials. And, and for those of you who do miss seeing me, you can watch me on my YouTube channel, Tea with Monique. Um, I know that you know, when it comes to housewives, people will miss the person in that environment. So I get it. You know, I totally get it. But I do appreciate those who love me enough to continue following my journey outside of the show and, um, you know, continue to support my family and my businesses and everything else. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm much more than just a housewife. And it's nice to uh, be recognized as more than just a housewife. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really cool so yeah I, I love all of the people out there who support me and follow me send me words of encouragement um and I just you know I want to just keep doing what I can to give back to my community which is through Neela Eve Essentials I'm actually going to be starting a program it begins next month um it's a give back program where we're going to be donating 10% of our sales for the entire month to a chosen nonprofit. So we're asking people to send an email to give back at MilaEvEssentials.com. If you want to nominate someone, uh, a charity um, that's a nonprofit uh, who has 501c3 status and they're doing good things in the community. Um, so yeah, so we have that program and we're going to be doing it every month. And I'm really excited about that because that's really what it all boils down to is giving back to your community. Right. I love that. Well, thank um, thank you so much, Monique, for taking the time and coming here today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is a of great, course. great chat. <laughs> of course. <laughs>Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. 